Scottish Football's League Leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half times around the country, in fact, second half starting uh, to get underway, but I don't think we're underway yet at Ibrooks. Uh, Andrew McLean and Roger Hanna. Uh, Roger, Rangers have got themselves comfortably in front. It feels like a comfortable performance. How good a performance has it been? It's been good in flashes. It has been sporadic. It did come out quite fast. Um, Abdullah Tima again has been a thread. He took his goal really well, Gordon. Um, they fell a little bit flat after that for a period of time. I expected more, I have to say, from Hibernian and you know, been down the blank boil and you and have been kept quite quiet. And just when you thought one nil was going to be an acceptable half time scoreline, Nicholas Raskan came up with an excellent strike from twenty five yards. There was a, a challenge by Sam Lammers in the build up to the goal, which was viewed again by VAR, but referee Don Robertson and the VAR happy to give the goal. I said I thought David Marshall could have done better when I've seen the goal again in the replay. It's, it's a better hit than Askan than I initially thought, so we can probably exonerate David Marshall of any blame now. But I think for the Plumont and the Rangers fans have every right to be content with the 45 minutes that we've seen. He said yesterday he's not Harry Potter. He hasn't a magic one. He can't transform these players instantly. But he'll be content in the 45 minutes in the performance you've seen so far. Uh, I suppose Andrew McLean the Rangers wouldn't necessarily look to make any changes would they anything doing for Hibs yeah you'd be surprised really if Rangers were to make any changes Hibs are already out on the pitch at the moment well most of their players are so I will let you know as soon as the full 11 are out on the pitch but Rangers are making their way onto the pitch at the moment of course there is that one change that they made in the first half Borna Barisic with an injury looked as if it would be a, maybe a quad problem for him Ridvan Yilmaz uh, has come on he was you know, right basically on the touchline where Philip Clement was in the first half and Clement was giving him a lot of instructions in that first half he's giving a lot of information to his players when he can and one thing I'd noticed Roger you know Philip Clement had said yesterday he, he didn't want to see you know I can't quite say the word on air but not very good lateral passes from Rangers it's, it's been quite obvious that when Rangers players have been getting on the ball they've been looking to get the ball forward as quickly as possible yeah they have been and they're looking to get it into wide areas Tavernier out there on the right hand side with Scott Wright Tima on the left hand side initially with Paris then with Ridman and they've tried to press Hibs you know Hibs like to play out from the back they've not been allowed to play out from the back Rangers have shown more energy just like Philip Clermont and the supporters called for yeah no changes for either side referee Don Robertson just checking everything is good to go Adam LaFondra the man standing over the ball and gets us underway for the second half Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy fight off the flu this winter with help from their pharmacy so there we have it second half's underway it would take something monumental for Philippe Clement to not come away with the opening game victory as Rangers boss from here Hugh yeah it would have to be something catastrophic now I think uh, Rangers will only go from strength to strength uh, I think two will become three uh, and possibly four um, you know Hibs have, have gone there and they've been positive but on the day so far not good enough You fancied Rangers to drop points today Gordon DL You thought that might happen mm. Has this been a combination of Rangers have done things well In patches and flashes as Roger says 
And actually Hibs have offered very little, haven't they? I think, yeah, yeah, both. But I think the timing of the goals uh, are very important, Gordon. They got off to a, a good start. Seema getting a good goal, terrific finish. And then just on the stroke of half-time, 1-0, you still think, can Hibs create a chance? They've got plenty of attacking players on the pitch. Second half, let's see what they've got to offer. But Raskin probably has put this game to bed. And I'm with you. I'd be very surprised if Rangers don't add to this. Yeah, the problem Hibs have got, you know, the great attacking intent with their players at the top end of the pitch, but new manager same problems, cannot defend through the heart of their team. Uh, and Fish and Hanlon, again, credit to Seema because real pace to get in there and a great finish. But Hanlon and Fish are bumping into each other almost every week and conceding goals, so until... Nick Montgomery can get that right then Hibs will always be a, a team that goes up and down but for Philippe come on probably a almost perfect mm. first half That's sad news coming out uh, of English football in particular Hugh but the yeah. type of name uh, that really goes across borders it has to be said one of the game's most recognisable names Sir Bobby Charlton England's World Cup winner and Manchester United legend has died at the age of 86 his family have released the news in the last 10 minutes or so and as you can imagine a whole host of tributes pouring in from all corners of the football world already there is a statue outside Old Trafford of three players Dennis Law Georgie Best and Bobby Shelton sadly George Best is gone now Sir Bobby has gone Dennis I hope will be with us for many years to come Uh, someone I treasure having met and worked with uh, but for people of my generation, Bobby Charlton, you know, in 1957 he survived the Munich Air disaster which claimed the lives of so many Manchester United players. And he went on to be one of the greatest ever Manchester United players and England internationals. He was a superb talent. We could have all the arguments about eras, what it was like then, what it's like now. Bobby Charlton was a magnificent player. Magnificent goal scorer, World Cup winner with England, and you know at the age of eighty six he's had a full life, and it doesn't lessen the the sadness when you hear of his passing. Yeah, I was I was very fortunate, and we were talking about this um, a few weeks ago that I lived next to Bobby Charlton when I moved to Manchester City. Um, I used to see him out and about, and. Um, as as you will tell you, I remember Bobby Charlton's playing days. He never scored a tap in. He was the best yeah. ball striker I've ever, ever seen. Yeah. Everyone nearly took the roof of the net off. Sadly missed. Uh, bad news today, Gordon. Uh, but as Hugh quite rightly says, he'll be remembered for a terrific career and a terrific gentleman. Yeah, sad news that. So Bobby Charlton, Manchester United legend, England World Cup winner, has sadly passed away at the age of 86. Back in our Premiership this afternoon We are well underway in the second half Between Rangers and Hibs Where Rangers have a two goal lead At Killy against Livy Where it's 2-1 to the hosts in that one So plenty of intrigue remaining You fancy we teaser? In the second half I think we should Hugh Keevans Let me tee you up for it The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside John Sutton and Lawrence Shankland. I've been managed by Jim Duffy and Jackie McNamara. I've won three 
out of the top four divisions in Scotland. I have made appearances in the Champions League and the Europa League. Who am I? So I've played alongside John Sutton and Lauren Shanklin. They've been managed by Jim Duffy and Jackie McNamara. I've won three out of the top four divisions in Scottish football. And I have made appearances in both the Champions League and the Europa League. Who am I? It is so tough. I think it is really tough because there's just so much that goes into it. Mark Wilson, show me your paper. Which one? No. Okay, and you've spelled his first name wrong, but that's fine. We'll let that slide by. Uh, Yeah, really tough because... You don't need me to tell you But you're talking about Certainly in Jim Duffy's case Manager that's managed Many different clubs Oh yeah This player might have played For many different clubs There's a lot of moving parts in there But that what was the last clue again Remind me He's also played In the Champions League And the Europa League Okay Right Get your thinking caps on Let's separate you From the, the Elite knowledge Level On the who am I Because I'll tell you what Every week I'm always just amazed At how quickly it ended. Gordon Dale's got it It's <laughs> <laughs> remarkable Remarkable <laughs> How do you do that? Get, get in there then, I just gave him a high five Like all cool guys do <laughs> Wow That's impressive It is because You're not the best at quizzes right Let's just be honest But you have a knack of the who am I that's I was really brilliant. Good. Do you know when you looked at him I thought you're going to embarrass me That's a mile out No 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 Far from ah, it Well great. done Well done On a podium the dazzler Just like Alan Wells <laughs> Straight out of the box I showed you I was quick yeah. I'm, I'm quick at everything Speaking of which <laughs> Martin Boyle has been caught late By Sam Lammers Who receives the first Booking of the match So don't let that put you off Just because Gordon DL's got it Maybe that gives you a kick up the backside If you don't have it yet Why not uh, send us a tweet at Clyde SSB, please, uh, and we'll see who can get that answer for us. Great. What a detail on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pull that one right out of the Last hand, clue. Yeah. Last clue is a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want to give in away. Exactly. I don't want to be down. smart, Mark. Calm down if you don't mind. Uh, Tony Watt and Stuart Bannigan have had a little set to. It's getting feisty there at Fur Hill, as we suspected it would. Uh, obviously two teams kind of bit of a rivalry for a number of reasons and they've got players that used to play for the other team and so on so it's got a bit of a bit of needle as they say Watkins has gone just wide from 20 yards keeper was rooted couldn't move uh, but unfortunately for Marley Watkins wrong side of the post in that one saying to Daz earlier on got my best ever bonus or, or felt my best ever bonus in that Partick Thistle Dundee United fixture many years ago we were Relegation battle And I went there with Dundee United as a young kid Maybe 18, something like that And we needed to win, I think, to stay up And Eddie Thompson came into the dressing room just before the game And he says What riding on this, everybody? You're on no, 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 no How much is riding on this, No, 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 you can't tell Two grand Two grand Now at that time, I'm 18 or 19 Two grand a man to stay Fortune. up we won the game. I said to him, I booked a holiday to Florida on the bus outside the stadium. <laughs> Did you manage that in the pre-smartphone I era? I had phoned. You I phoned the travel No, I phoned the other half and, and said, said, get that booked. Get that booked. We are going to Florida. Best bonus ever had that. Tell you what, two grand would they take you to Florida now? That's no, by the way, I was priced that the other day. It just shows two grand didn't take him to London. That's hard. <laughs> Never mind uh, Florida. So what year was that? Would we be talking again? Well... Must have been 2002, maybe something around that, 2002, 2003, something like that. Ah, and then the Celtic Champions League bonuses came <laughs> oh, along. Oh, and then they took over. Oh. <laughs> uh, I tell you, uh, they must be spent now. 
Sure ah, yeah, as well. Where are they this, aff- guys they afforded me to go to Florida and get uh, park passes <laughs> as well. <laughs> Fast track, nevertheless. Yeah. He was right up the front for Tower of Terror or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, right, a bit of a mistake there from David Marshall. It's a terrible pass out. It falls to John Lundstrom. He has a long way out and he goes for goal, but even by that standards, even though he's far out, it was a poor effort. Kind of hits it along the ground and way off target. So a let off for David Marshall, shall we say? Still, the story for me of going from capitulation to domination. You know, Rangers sound as if they're all over Hibs, and Hibs have given it their best shot, but don't have a goal in them at the moment. Uh, and the the team who were booed off the park, who emptied half mm. of their stadium by being. So poor against Aberdeen are now back in the good books. Huge miss by Sam Lammers. Um, I, I know what you're saying, but do we sometimes over exaggerate when say Rangers, in this case, are, are in a bit of a slot? I mean, they did, they did beat St Mirren comfortably in the last game, and I know it was against 10 men, but the, the sad reality for our league is the, these teams are so financially <laughs> dominant that they're, yeah. they're, just, they're never going to struggle in every game. It's just not going to happen. No, but, uh, you know. Th- the, the final days of Michael Beale. I mean, to to lose. It's only you know six weeks ago lost to Celtic, uh, a greatly understrength Celtic, and uh, you know to lose to Aberdeen in the manner in which they lost to them. That's why there's a new manager. You know, the the, the place was just sinking further and further into the mire. Uh, it's a real sitter this from Sam yeah. Lammers. I wonder when we get to howler of the weekend territory nah. he's about seven yards out and he hits the post uh, but the goal just like, staring at him um, I think I think it's harder to hit the post than it is the back of the net there <laughs> you go I, I, it's an absolute sitter the lads at the game have just texted me there and said they cannot believe it head and hands unbelievable Two of your favourite Motherwell strikers in recent years have combined. It was a, a move. Tony Watt, Mol- Louis Molt through. Poor finish, though. Easy save. The chance to put Dundee United two up. And it does not happen on anyway, this occasion. It's, it's Mark Wilson on the coffees then for a month, Dazzler. So, well, there's still a bit to oh, go. Yet, there's still a bit to go. But I'm just looking about thinking, well, I can't wait to hear that. Desars has been substituted. <laughs> Ruth, Ruth, well, we're on 50 odd oh, minutes. We've coming. only got a few minutes. Come on, the manager, do your magic after 60 minutes. Come on, oh. Desars, this game's done me. Just what, what score, you? would you? What have I told you? Imagine, the, imagine Rangers get a penalty and James Tavernier decides no. to hand it over. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making the coffees for that. What do you mean? No, I, I refuse to. No, make a deal's a deal. Deal's not a deal because Tavernier, I would be stripping mm. over the captaincy myself. <laughs> He takes a penalty kick, simple as that. And <laughs> a bit interesting to to hear from the guys. Unfortunately, uh, I couldn't hear them. Oh, please don't tell me. <laughs> See if you say either. With M and D Green Pharmacy, we've got a goal. Where at? It is a twenty-five yard strike. The ah, keeper right is then. suspect, though. It's Kevin Holt for Dundee United. Oh. You're fine. Two 0 to Dundee oh. United at Firhill. I almost forgot which team Kevin Holt played for there because he's done a bit of moving around. <laughs> but there we are. Dundee United are two goals to the good. And that's that. You would imagine. Uh, you know, a serious question is would be asked if you couldn't hold on to a two-goal lead. As I say, I think it's a very important time for Jim Goodwin, for the club, the owners in town, for the first time in a long time. And uh, you know, Dundee United must get out of that division, or it spells financial trouble. Rangers, Rangers have made a change, but it's Scott Wright right, who goes man. off. 
and Todd Cantwell comes on. Apparently, he's apparently he's run on and whispered to Dessers, "I've got you, big man. Yeah, yeah. I'm putting one on a plate for yeah. you." Well, listen, I told you, lipstick. It's the same thing. He, 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 I'm not having a go. I'd like the guy to go and hit, hit the ground running now under a new manager, but. I've never seen anything in him that has convinced me that a new manager will bring out the best in him. Todd Cantwell back. I think he's missed the last seven games, Mark. He probably wasn't having a brilliant season compared to some of the performances at the tail end of last season, but he still remains a fan's favourite, no doubt. He still, I think, quite obviously would be in Rangers' strongest starting eleven. Yeah. So the fact that he's yep. missed the last seven has been a problem, and uh, I'm sure... Philippe Clement delighted to see him back particularly in his first game as manager you want your best players available to you and I believe Cantwell probably is one of Rangers better midfielders better players um, like he creates he plays with a bit of freedom um, you know he can play those passes that maybe others can't so it's a big plus for him to be back in the side um, and it, no doubt about it he wasn't as good as he was last season when he came in but he was still better than probably the rest oh the roof is caving in at Hill. Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy uh, Partick Thistle nil, Dundee United 3 Scott McMahon with a finish at the back post it's a really good move this actually from Dundee United and two quick fire goals just around the hour mark have put this one beyond all doubt they're a demanding bunch those Partick Thistle fans and they will not be happy with what they're seeing. But on the other hand, the Kilmarnock fans will be... Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. It's that goal machine, Kyle Vassell. He's got his second of the afternoon. And Kilmarnock lead three goals to one against Livingston. It's a front post header. Dan Armstrong said someday one goal, two assists. He put this one across as well. And Kyle Vassell with the finish. Well, Kilmarnock needed... Uh, Scoreline, not yet a result, but they needed that. Uh, and credit to them. Uh, they were going in there hardly in the best of form, but they are making a good job of opponents who are extremely difficult. What's your thoughts on Harry Potter now? Yeah, he did. <laughs> as, a, as a result, Kermanlock certainly needed. Um, I fancied them today. Home advantage. Uh, after international break gives Derek a bit of time to work they've got a good squad they've got good players they've got guys that can turn games um, I don't see Livingston getting anything now a point but that's a good three points for Kilmarnock I've got to say yeah, it certainly looks like it Jimmy Jago has gone off to be replaced by Dylan Levitt for Hibbs uh, Vassell had, I think he just hit the bar as well um, before that so he's clearly enjoying his afternoon there uh, do you know what I was just flicking through Twitter there looking at the answers to the, the second half teaser and it reminded me have you all had time to fully study the pictures that have been put up of you <laughs> on Twitter earlier so the producers as creative as ever uh, have you seen this fad that's doing around on social media it's a sort of 90s yearbook you know it's one of, it's, I think it's like AI or some sort of filter where Famous footballers have been getting turned into like a 90s version of themselves, a kind of mm. retro look. So, you three plus myself have had that treatment. If you go to at Clyde SSB, scroll down a bit, you will see the pictures, and they are spectacular. Let's just say Hugh Keevens, leather jacket, <laughs> blonde quiff, 
earring It's all there It looks absolutely outstanding Mark Wilson I'm not I, I um, think I've come out the worst uh, yeah, yeah, You don't like coming out the worst Don't you know You, you, know, you actually fancy yourself You've got this sort of long uh, wet look here <laughs> Earrings, denim shirt Yeah, Gordon I actually think that just looks like an old picture of you yeah, really? You don't look much different. You yeah. just get the I'd sort more of. I'm more of a feather cut in the 90s. It looks a bit like a feather cut anyway, denim shirt. And, yeah, quite um, a handsome boy. I've gone for a sort of leather jacket, white jeans, no, shaved just, sides of the head. I, I look like a guy. Gabs on you. That's what he gabs. I look like the guy from Gogglebox. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the old. The, they're not on it anymore. The old German guy. The, no, no. No, the, good. no, the couple. Yeah. 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 A couple, a couple. Two guys. Yeah. yeah. The, do- does. the wee dogs. The wee dogs. <laughs> 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 they're actually not on does. anymore either, are they? they no, they're not on it either. Um, you do here. I think you look all right, you. Mikko says, Shug looks like Paul O'Grady. Oh, well. Uh, James Sanders says, the least threatening motorcycle gang ever. Um, Lasunas has got you as Curly Watts from uh, Coronation Street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I've been out Curly. <laughs> Stuart McQueen says worst boy band ever uh, which is quite accurate I would say looking at that picture uh, what else have we got so it's early 90s did you say Gordon that was supposed oh, to be I think that's like the theme of it I, wouldn't, I certainly look early 80s a bit more 80s that long, I would, curly yeah. hair what age were you then in the early 90s yeah. I was born in 84 so <laughs> okay then Mark Wilson looks like he's going to sing Achy Breaky Heart I see <laughs> 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 yeah. Cyrus Sparky uh, says that yes Quite an interesting look. You were born in eighty four. Yeah, 84. yeah. What were you up to in eighty four? Shug. I had three kids by that time. I was mad. You were a busy man. I don't know how this makes you feel, Mark Wilson, but maybe to add some detail to your complaints about yours. So, the producers tried this yesterday. They they turned and I, I got a sneak preview, and but apparently whatever this means, they were having trouble with your face. <laughs> your face right. just wasn't like cooperating with the technology very well. So there are some other attempts at you. Didn't go. <laughs> right, it didn't okay. go really well. You looked like particularly deformed. Let's see. So they had to, <laughs> <laughs> so they had to redo it. I actually like that better. Oh, I like that better. A young Charlie Nicholas there. I get that one. There were alternatives for everyone. There's one of Hugh sporting a sort of um, green green hair. Nah, your one's better. It's on. Anyway, more importantly, believe it or not, more importantly than that. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. And it's a goal for Rangers. Rangers 3, Hibs nil. Dessers with the shot. It's blocked and it falls to Seaman. He gets his yeah. second <laughs> of the afternoon. Oh. But the Seema goal train rolls on Hugh. We mentioned yeah. it earlier. He's got a double. He's on a hat-trick. And Rangers are cruising. I, I, you know, Philippe Clement could not have asked for any more than this today. Because Seema uh, has scored two very good goals. And the, 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 the goal-scoring charts where he's concerned are terrific. Uh, it's an emphatic win It's everything that Rangers were not Latterly Under Michael Beale It's only day one On the job For Philippe Clement But He must be extremely happy With the way the game's going I mean I know not everything is about your bet But 
Dessert should have scored for what it's worth. <laughs> um, but luckily, luckily for him, Abdallah Sima Gordon, you cannot argue with that goal return. Brilliant return. Absolutely brilliant return. Um, there was question marks about him early on, um, but I think he's one now that starting to show his true form. And when you're scoring goals week in, week out, and he's on a good run, it just brings so much confidence to your game and all of a sudden the finishes become a lot, lot easier. Probably Dessers needs one or two of these you know, goals to go week in, week out and maybe that'll help him on his next journey but uh, I'll not belong to the, the number nine uh, board is up on the touchline uh, waiting for that substitution. If you do it by the numbers, Sima is the main man here. He is undroppable. Uh, doesn't matter about Dessers, Danilo, anybody else. Siba has the figures to show that he's the number one man. Yeah, that takes him up to top scorer in the league alongside Matt O'Reilly. Sima has the chance to add to that today. And of course, uh, Matt O'Reilly with the chance to respond tomorrow. Of course, don't know what Kyogo has up his sleeve. He's not far behind either. Um, but yeah, it's been a real good goal scoring run. And this is... It's exactly the type of afternoon Philippe Clement would have had in mind, Gordon Deal. 100%. I said that the timing of the goals have been perfect for him. Scores early, eases the nerves round about the stadium. Just before half-time, gets that goal that really kills Hibs. Let's be honest. Hibs getting in at 1-0, you're still thinking they've got some firepower, they might create a chance, might get back in the game. 2-0 for me, the game's gone. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this three 0 hmm. That just that's ease for them now, and it's uh, a great start and a great three points. Uh, Bashiri, Tavares, and Young Whitaker all on for Hibs, so a triple change. But the game is beyond them. You would have to imagine. If you remind us of your teaser, if you can, please. Yeah, I have one. played alongside John Sutton and Lauren Shanklin. I've been managed by Jim Duffy and Jackie McNamara. I've won three. Out of the top four divisions in Scottish football, and I have appeared in the Champions League and the Europa League. Who am I? Just out of curiosity, Gordon, because I don't want you giving it away, but mm. I'm impressed that you got it so quickly. Where was this guy managed by Jackie McNamara? Uh, is it probably Partick Thistle he was at? Mm-hmm. Okay, just testing you. Shout, uh, yeah. He knows all about this guy. I know, I know about all there. about this guy because. Oh, don't, don't, give, it don't away. give it away. Right, okay, but I've, I've had a conversation. About all this Oh good That gives it that, That's so very So I'm not helpful. giving it away There you go right, That's okay. why I knew Boom right on it Shoggy's next week's And I'll get that <laughs> out the road I can uh, sleep easy On Friday night Alan thinks it might be Kenny Miller no, very no, no, no 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 Um. Now the big blue bear This is an interesting shout Cal Naismith No oh, Okay Paul Robertson Not such a good shout Effie Ambrose <laughs> Uh, Sandra wants to go Danny Galbraith Don't go there uh, And Starbar Andrew thinks Graham Dorans No Okay keep your guesses coming in At Clyde SSB Let's see how many more of you can get it I don't mean to make you feel bad But Gordon Deal got it about half an hour ago now So oh, shame yeah. on you If you don't have it yet Palmerston Pep Is he still one up? Have we had any news <coughs> Of Marvin Bartley's Queen of the South? Are we going to see him this midweek? Oh, <laughs> is what yeah. I'm really asking. Coming out from under the bed. You can't. You can't pick your nights because of the Saturday. No, no. Result. See, to be fair, he's not. You're he, born once a month. He's um. <laughs> there was some ludicrous excuse this week. I, I, I don't. I can't even be bothered trying to remember what it was. He sent me a, a 
60 second long voice note At 8 o'clock that morning Whinging about something that he, he had on And oh, I just, just deleted it straight he's away He's a star attraction he isn't he He's, he's all over the country Marvin He's great. He turned, up at, he turned up at a thing for the R26 charity a couple you, of weeks ago. You don't work for them anymore. No, I know, I know, but I don't need to keep giving them. them. But listen, the, the work still needs done, but Marvin, off the back of a bad result, still turned up right after training you, with a trackie on. Wait till you run out next week at 2 o'clock with your mascot suit on. That'll be, that'll be the... Do you think that's what the new job is? 100%. think he's a mascot for a car? Yeah. Well, listen, he can't be anything else, can he? I mean, I'm probably going to regret this, but maybe we should throw that out to the listeners, right? He's, he's allowed to reveal this week what his new job is. So until such times, why don't you try and predict it? What is Mark Wilson's new job? Let's see oh, just no. how it's how, going to be offensive things in there. Isn't <laughs> let's see how creative you can get. Yeah, it's going to put me in a downer. At Clyde uh, SSB, if you'd rather just tweet me directly at Gordon Duncan Seven, what is Mark Wilson's new job? Let's see how creative we can. Are get. you replacing Holly Willoughby on this morning? Good one. <laughs> oh, you, good one. Um, mm. that's, that's a good start Let's see what the listeners can come up with On that front Anything else um, mm. oh. Well we know he's not going back to breaking So we can rule that one out <laughs> Do you ever remember This is like an old private joke from the show from years ago So if, you, if you've not been listening Then it's maybe hard to keep up with But remember you um, You told us on, on this show Years ago, the admiration that he had for a an actor, shall we say, called Kieran Lee. Remember hi. that whole drama? Hi, hi. Um, Big Kieran. Uh, Roger Hanna thinks you might be going to be his body double. <laughs> I don't think so, Roger. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, yeah, well, listen, I'll take that if it, if as a compliment. Going with him. <laughs> Believe me. That's... Kieran's work's getting on, yeah. He's yeah, checking. So. Let's see what we've got on Twitter. If you want to tweet me, what is Mark Wilson's new job? I'll be delighted. Um, You'll regret this You really yeah. will nah, Well he won't regret it <laughs> I'll, I'll regret, regret it, it When I'm offended And just ruining my night um, Matondo thinks you're going to Be a bin man To join the guy that Oh that that I'm very well yeah. Like far away son My dad was a bin man In yeah, Easter House Back remember, in the day You your way up To an ups man But remember What's your old man now Remember oh, can I tell Remember you? Gordon Dale Met your bin man though That's, that's ah, you know, aye, aye, that's David Freel quite rightly says A, ha- a Hilly Hansen ambassador After the Bombay oh, Dreams Picture I would take that as well mm-hmm. Hilly Hansen will come back Into fashion Craig Meikle thinks words. Playing the mushroom In the film version Of Mario Brothers <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you What he's going to be What's the guy That uh, Ricky Javiers Puts all over the world Because he's Everywhere An idiot there. abroad An idiot abroad Carl Pilkington There he is That's offensive The Walson <laughs> An idiot abroad We're going to send him To different places <laughs> That's a good point Although I'd much rather See Hugh do that Yeah I have to say yeah. But you're right He Met does get about out. This Luck- guy doesn't he Luckily for me I have no idea What you're talking about Travel Travel broadens the mind yeah, I offered up. I offered you last week to come to London uh, yeah. alongside me. And, I quite and you said you had a game of golf. <laughs> I quite rightly declined. <laughs> my weekend off. Matthew says a lookalike for someone out of Dallas. Mm. Oh, no, no, Dallas, that's who I was named after. Mm, that's true. Aye. Right, we'll get Mark back to Palmer. them. We'll get back to them. You can tell there's not many goals going in. You've got to blame the storm for this discussion. We should have more football uh, doing the rounds, but not to be 3 uh, 0. In two of our games, so Rangers are out of sight. Partick Thistle are trailing, so you have to say that Dundee United are out of sight as well. There is a bit of no, not quite. I was going to say there's a bit of suspense in the Kilmarnock game, but it's still three-one there. It's closer, but 
at Kilmarnock you'd have to say Is all the results really put to bed Gordon? I think so Yeah, yeah. Looks like it No comebacks you Can't see it Aloha 3 Kelty Hearts 1 Taylor Stephen With the goal there Good game Bonnie Rig Rose against Clyde 3-2 to Bonnie Rig Rose now Taylor Sutherland With the 5th Maybe still more to come Maybe Just goes to show you How bunched up The league is Kilmarnock won today Going to top 6 So we're we're seeing how Disappointing it has been For Derek McInnes Of recent times He sits back tonight Top 6 Exactly where He probably expected to be So Good afternoon for for them if it stays that way yeah it's, it's incredible isn't it you, you won last year wasn't it nine, nine, nine games you won two and you're in the top six huh. <laughs> it just shows you just now but obviously postponements other teams have started to play games it'll all change but Rangers result today or scoreline soon to be result uh, add spice to Tynecastle tomorrow 2.15 kick off uh, Celtic out of the international break players back from Japan and Denmark and all over the place uh, they need to be aware of the new guy in town now um, Producer Dan has got one of your great stories mixed up I think on this show he says are you going to do security for Rolex it was an Omega watch Dan that he got stolen come, in on, Ibiza. come on come on the Rolex other is so 80s <laughs> Omega is a modern man's watch. Especially <laughs> that I would know now. Seagulls have scored at Man City. So they have City 2, Brighton 1. Yeah. Fatty with the goal. Uh, Erling Haaland had got the second for Manchester City. Um, but we'll see what happens at the end Guardiola of that one. Guardiola will be quaking his boots. I'm sure he will. Uh, the open line will be here at 5 o'clock so you can get your thoughts over to us on either today's football, tomorrow's football, something else entirely, Mark Wilson's job prospects perhaps, <laughs> uh, whatever it is, do get in touch. Another quick reminder of the teaser, Hugh, I'll eliminate some more of the wrong guesses. I have played alongside John Sutton and Lawrence Shankland. I've been managed by Jim Duffy and Jackie McNamara. I've won three out of the top four divisions in Scottish football and I've appeared in the Champions League and the Europa League. Um, Andrew Murray Presumably not that one Says Jack Hendry No He's not one Three of the four divisions uh, What else have we got here Colin McNichol thinks It's perhaps Paul Hartley Think again mm, Andy thinks Paul McGowan Think again Willow Flood Says Moose You're having me on Okay Keep coming Keep coming uh, Aaron Muirhead's been sent off Another foul on Tony Watt Aaron Muirhead strikes me As the type of guy That has been sent off Quite a lot might be one that I'm being completely unfair and the stats don't back that up, but I do feel like um, he's uh, he certainly goes into the book every every now and then and he has been sent off out of your head for another foul on Tony Watt. So just kind of bad to worse for Partick Thistle. 3-0 down, down to 10 men. Firhill is emptying, according oh. to David Freel. But for Jim Goodwin, those are the games that you need to win and take care of. The big ones who, you know... Who are going to come up against you and going to push you all the way probably for the title, and he's getting the job done. You look at was it the first game of the season away at our broth? Did they win four 0 or four yeah, one that game? I was a test right away past that, and everything that's really been put in front of him. You know this is ninth game, no losses in the league so far. This will be six one, so all going nicely for Dundee United. Yeah, they'll, they'll kick on. They'll win that championship, no problem. When you hear of the front line, you know Louis Malt. And Tony Watt, you know, uh, it's better than anything else 
is going about I've got to be honest so they've got a strong squad they've got a good squad and I think needed a few premiership clubs would take that front line yeah and, and probably in, in when it hits January they'll add that one or two bit of quality just to kick on so I'd, I'm expecting them to win the league as much as Wraith Rovers are they're a decent side good manager up there working very hard but I just think Dundee need to give that bit of strength Hibs are applying pressure now there is a phrase that sums that up though too little too late exactly. that's the one I was thinking um, certainly not going to be anything to, the, to write other, home about the other good thing for for Clement you know if you start with a convincing win and a clean sheet uh, which has been Rangers problem as well Five subs at once at Fraser Wishart's game. Oh, uh, good luck listing all of those. Uh, and I've said it was going from bad to worse for Partick Thistle. That certainly is the case. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. It is now 4 0 to Dundee United, a result of the weekend contender for sure. Holt seemed to get the final touch. If he did, it would be his second of the afternoon. And Dundee United's fourth, a corner came into the back post. A great day for Jim Goodwin, terrible day for Chris Doolan and everyone associated with Partick Thistle. Um, <laughs> what else have we got here on Twitter? Ricky Turner thinks he could see you as a lollipop man. I'd go along with that, I think you're friendly. Aye. And caring. I wouldn't mind that great job. Hours. Good hours, aye. Great hours. Get a I, free jacket. I actually was sitting watching the lollipop man there, the, um, well, <laughs> okay. last week, thinking... I could do that. Who sits and watches lollipop men? You could do that because it. Sorry for being unfair. Is it not usually like an older gentleman? <laughs> yeah. Stereotypically, I've always got one. Plus, in fact, think about this: no expenses. I would never be late for my work. Across for the school. I live across from my uh, granddaughter's school, and I would just go out there out with a big stick, and uh, it's called a lollipop. <laughs> it's called the mm. big stick, and you go on the middle of the road, and you go. Oh. <laughs> With M&D Green Pharmacy <laughs> Get the coffee on yes! Cereal Dessers has scored oh! For Rangers It's Rangers 4 Hebs now <laughs> Cereal Dessers Has taken a world of stick oh, God, Please get back He's got his goal And if you're just joining us And wondering what the bizarre reaction is That means Gordon DL has to make Mark Wilson coffee for a month Starting from now Well done there VAR no, no there always not, a bar. No bar. There doesn't appear to be. There you are, eh? Yeah. Well, one of the only times I'll cheat a goal like that for Rangers because <laughs> that means coffee made for a month. Even fate is running Philippe Clement's way because two Belgians in the team, and for the Belgian manager, each scores. How long ago there? Great reverse pass from Cantwell to set him up. I wonder if he was about to come off because Danilo's getting the mask on as well. Ah, By the way, nice. that would make it even better. And you yes, did see he's off. Have a bad He's last touch. <laughs> By the way, I'm thirsty at the minute. Ah. <laughs> Parched. Could we be doing without? Oh, <laughs> here, here you are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Producer Dan has just. Well, that's good coffee as well. Yeah, Producer ah, Dan's just come in with the good that's stuff. That's a real fill for you just uh, now if you want to go out and top that up. Do you want to do it at the next break? Yeah. 100% he's doing it at the next break. I'll pay my, I'll pay my debts. Lammers off for McCausland <laughs> and Dessers off for the masked Danilo. So 3 nils good, 4 nils better, Hugh. Yeah. Stay tuned for more cutting-edge analysis from me. Well, the fans will be on at 5 o'clock and uh, they will be, I would imagine, unanimous in their praise of what they have witnessed today. Uh, this was a hip side that five games unbeaten when they started off at three o'clock today and they had all the, the big hitters Ellie Yuan, Lafondra, Martin Boyle 
Dylan Venti and you know I, I applauded Mick Montgomery the Hibs manager for the way he approached the game but he has been overwhelmed swamped done yeah Hibs have been poor and Rangers have been good as well Gordon it's that, it's that bad combination isn't it yeah um, it's been a, I think Rangers fans will be leaving Ibrox uh, tonight very happy with what they've seen um, he's brought in one or two of the guys that come in for a lot of criticism under Michael Beale obviously Desar's getting his goal Lammers should have really burst in there Seema has had a big big day a big day let's be honest about it um, and obviously the luxury getting Cantwell on as well so everything rose in the garden for Rangers and their supporters so far absolute perfect start from because by all accounts Rangers played very well it's not like earlier on in the season remember Livingston came and played well for five minutes got the goal and then there was a huge gap in between where you know it was pretty turgid stuff and then they get the goals at the end it's not been like that today for Rangers played well scored good goals and what a start for the new manager um, Rangers fans I think will go away delighted and you wonder what that goal does for Dessers you wonder what two goals do for yeah. Sima you know just under a new regime it might just elevate you to better performances well, the, the great thing about this story is it, it moves on game by game we, we all talk about the, the new manager bounce and uh, you could put today down to that if you wish but now we move on to the next game and that's the way it is for Philippe Clement you have to rise to a challenge uh, domestically and in Europe Sparta Prague you know, the Rangers' last result in Europe was deeply embarrassing. Deeply embarrassing. Speaking of embarrassing, penalty to Dundee United. Chance to go 5-0 up and a chance for a hat-trick for Kevin Holt, a defender. Left back. Uh, I remember playing. I'm not sure if he's playing centre-back today. Yeah. I'm not sure, but anyway, he's going to take anyway. Uh, and the chance... He does, he, he does hit penalties. We've seen him hit many penalties, but the chance for a hat-trick... Uh, and the Partick Thistle fans, I don't think many of them are left anyway. But those who are will be covering their eyes. He steps up. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. Wow, Partick Thistle nil, Dundee United five. What an afternoon that is at Firhill. The visitors are rampant. Well, you know, you start the day four points behind United with the incentive of if you win at home, you're just one point behind, and it's looking good. But now, to lose 5-0 at home is an embarrassment and it's the only word applicable. What an afternoon for Holt. I mean, one that I'll remember. Can't imagine he scored many hat-tricks, if any, in his professional career. Right, Hugh, let's round this off. Okay. The second half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside John Sutton and Lauren Shankland. I've been managed by Jim Duffy and Jackie McNamara. I won three of the top four divisions in Scottish football and I appeared in the Champions League and the Europa League. I am Kyle Hutton. Kyle Hutton. Great guess, Gordon Deal, mm. I have to say. And it means that on the podium, Scott Connie was in third place. Mark O'Brien was in second place. They were the only two listeners that got it, and the winner of the second half teaser is Thank you. Gordon Deal. Technically, it's Mark O'Brien because you can't, you know, oh, yeah, you're, you're give, just I'll in give, it for some yeah. fun. Obviously, I've got a lot more knowledge. But well done to Mark. He's got a backstory. He does 
got Kyle Hutton overlying for us for Airdrie signed him yeah, yeah so he knows, he knows a lot of his knows history he was brilliant yeah, he was brilliant for us what a great lad as well to me Dazzler always watch out and listen for the half time teaser and might come up I says give us a couple of your stats give us a couple of your stats he's been transfer listed by Pollock or something I'm sure I saw last yeah, week yeah I did see that yeah. good lad Kyle good yeah. lad well there we go Well done You got it there Good knowledge I can't believe you've studied Kyle Hutton's CV Having never studied anything else In your life But there we go Rangers still four goals up Dundee United five up Does anyone want to give us A sense of drama late on I think that's beyond us Even Kilmarnock are 3-1 up Against Livingston Not much late drama here Hugh Keevans No um, But We spent the entire week Focusing on Rangers against Hibs And on Rangers new manager And after all the talking he had to do, variety of press conferences, a, a good interview with yourself on television, it was time for action to see what the guy could deliver. And on a one-off basis against a Hibs team who were undefeated in five ahead of kickoff, he has to be extremely happy. And his two Belgian compatriots, Dessers and Raskan, have helped him with a goal each. So all in all, it's a flawless day other than the injury to Borna Barisic mm. early on but other than that it's a flawless day for Philippe Clement could have been five but Danilo hits it just wide fair play to anyone who can play have you seen the face mask it's massive yeah, yeah. it's the same one I saw him wearing at training yesterday um, bound to be up for purchase in the club shop soon it's a sort of Rangers blue colour yeah um, but yeah he drags one just wide on his return probably back a bit quicker than people expected I thought so after seeing uh, yeah. after seeing what he was like when he came off that day at McDermott Park I mean a real bad one um, but these masks now they've seen Callum McGregor play for yeah. a, a long oh, time no, with his one black mask today there you are never oh. mind maybe painted it but I've got to I've got to say, Hugh, at the beginning of the show, you're looking down at fixture list thinking, might be a, a long day, but what, 12, 12 goals in the three games? Mm, yeah. You know, we've had plenty of excitement, plenty of drama, and obviously sending off and Dundee United, you know, thrashing Thistle, Rangers thrashing Hibs and Kilmarnock, easing by Livingston. It's been a good day of football. Oh, of course, the big blue bear got it. As well, he's not happy. He says that more than two listeners got it. He's not happy at all. <clears throat> big blue bear, um, remember that kids show? Yeah, that you did. Well, bear in so the it's big not him. blue house. Oh, aye. Yeah, aye. I, well, I presume it's not him. Big, no, no. Um, just a, a quick one on on Borna Barisic. Yomaz is not in the European squad, is he? No, I don't mm. think he is. So if it is something that keeps Borna Barisic out, although Borna Barisic does have quick oh, recovery yeah. powers sometimes, uh, uh, but yeah. With Sparta Prague just round the corner on Thursday, that would be a major reshuffle. Who would be your Who would be your replacement there? At left back, the young lad. Sterling played before, yeah. didn't he? Sterling's there, isn't he? Yeah, he's been a surprise for me as well. Yeah. Huge disappointment, Sterling. Yeah. I thought when he signed, he was going to be one. It sounded like he had all the attributes. One that would really push uh, Tavernier or if they went Devine, to three, maybe. Yeah, if they went to a three, you would play, but no. Anyway, full time at Firhill, David Friel. 
Full time, Gordon, remarkable day here. Full time, Partick Thistle nil, Dundee United 5. Kevin Holt is about to pick up the match ball. He was booed by the Thistle fans on his return after his summer move to Tannadice, but silenced them with an unlikely second half hat trick. Big centre half, grabbed three goals, and an unbelievable performance for United. A real day to remember for him and the club. They moved four points clear at the top with a really dominant display. Owner Mark Ogden had said earlier on he hadn't seen them win for 14 months. Well, they delivered for him big style to maintain their unbeaten start to the season. Jim Goodwin didn't have a failure. They were absolutely outstanding. They were up for this one and got off to a perfect start in 11 minutes. Glenn Middleton, he'd missed a good chance just seconds earlier. He sent it in a corner. Craig Sibbald was unmarked at back post. Powerful finish through a cluster of bodies. This had a few chances before the break. He thought they were going to come up for it. Came out, you know, firing in the second half, but it was all United. Holt grabbed the second in 61 minutes. He strode forward from centre half and crashed a 25-yard shot into the top corner. I've got a bit of doubt over Jamie Sneddon, the Thistle goalkeeper, but it was a great strike. Two minutes later, it was 3-0. Kai Foley and Louis Moult, they both combined to set up Scott McMahon, and he volleyed in at the back post. Thistle were all over the place. They got worse when Aaron Muirhead was sent off for a second foul on Tony Watt. And... Kevin Holt then piled on the agony. He got the final touch in a corner, it was Glenn Middleton again to make it 4-0 and then converted a penalty in 88 minutes to make it 5-0 and seal a hat-trick. 1,500 United fans here, they're having a party. Firhill emptied long before it in terms of Thistle fans. Jim Goodwin a happy man, Kevin Holt even happier. Full-time party nailed in the United 5. Four minutes added at Ibrooks. I don't think we're seeing anything other than Rangers being comfortable, maybe even adding a fifth. If Hibs could get one, it would obviously be Nothing more than a consolation, but we'll find out in the next four minutes or so. That was your first full-time whistle before we get another great result for your old team, Mark Wilson. Certainly is. Um, I mean, pretty comprehensive, a statement that they're there to stay at the top. Um, Look, the guys are right. The squad that Jim Gooden's got, terrific. However, they still need to go out there and win games. We've seen many squads down there struggle throughout the years to get out the championship, but... The start of this season they're making easy work of it and Jim will be wanting for that to continue yeah a great day for uh, Jim um, especially when you look at the fixture you're thinking that could be difficult would they be happy getting out of Farhill with a draw certainly he's over the moon with 5-0 um, deservedly so um, I agree I just think that they'll get stronger and stronger I think they'll get that just bit more quality all over the all over the pitch, but especially in the forward areas when they really need it. So uh, it's been a good day for Dundee United. And Party Thistle just need to lick your wounds and look forward to next week. Still three minutes to go, I think, at Rugby Park. So a chance for Livy to get something, but they're two goals behind. So don't think we're going to see anything significant. Kilmarnock looking good for the three points in that one. We'll get the full-time picture with Fraser Wishart. You're looking good for Wednesday night. The Palmerston Pep has won. 1-0 at Annan well, He might go out and celebrate too hard though, Over the mm. next few days And he won't make no, it He's so an we'll, athlete We'll find out Yeah he's already in He'll training He'll probably drink two bottles of water Yeah he's already in training Maybe for go next, fizzy tonight For next year's <laughs> Masters Because he wants to bruise Mark Wilson <laughs> even more They dodge him They dodge him They dodge him Nicholas Raskan should have done better He's already got his first goal for Rangers It should have been two He's one on one Played through by McCausland But he took too much time And Will Fish Eventually managed to put him off. Well, I mean, it was a bit of a, a tired effort, I think, from Nicholas Raskin. Yeah, if he's tired, think of the Hibs players because they've had the run around this afternoon. But Rangers have been good this afternoon. Hibs poor, but it's been a huge improvement from the Rangers side from those who have disappointed so much this season. Much, much better. So, this the, afternoon. so the first question I asked is, where, where were you when Michael Beale was there? 
I think Michael Bale takes a lot of plaudits. It's his team. <laughs> Sign <laughs> Seymour. <laughs> yeah, it's all his signings. <clears throat> you would find it difficult to get applauded for Michael Bale from a Rangers fan, I think. Yeah, well, it's certainly Rangers' most convincing result of the season. They did beat Livingston 4 0 in the league, but remember, with 12 minutes to go, that one was a bit up in the air. You could have said it was one of those weird days where. Michael Beale didn't get much praise despite winning 4 0. Mm. I mean, and then other than that, you know, it's um, everyone knows the, the defeats and even some of the victories. The 1 0 against Motherwell, of course, last time out at home against Aberdeen was a disaster. The St. Mirren one was aided by the sending off. I'm not saying that Rangers wouldn't have won it, but it clearly makes an impact when it comes so early in the penalty. So this has to go down as Rangers most. And what we're hearing as well from, from the lads at Ibrox going, it could probably be a lot, lot more, I think. I think Hibs will be quite lucky to get out of there uh, for. Um, so that adds to it as well. I think every Rangers fan travelling home after a game or, you know, sitting listening to a radio would delight it with the start the new manager's made. And having Cantwell back, Daniel back, Desser Scorn, Seema grabbing a, a double, you know, all positives. So, Again, the interesting thing after a performance like this when you've got Cantwell back and you've got Daniel back for the next game is do you play them? You know, because Cantwell stand out really in your squad. Daniel, I think most would look at him over Dessers, but you take Dessers at the team now after he's scored, what does that do for the lad's confidence? So, Philip, come on, right into the job. A win's great. But just moves big decisions on to the next game for Full time at Ibrooks. Let's speak to Roger Hanna and first Andrew McLean. Rangers 4, Hibs nil. the full time score and a perfect day really for Philip Clement in his first match in charge of Rangers and a very different atmosphere here after the full time whistle. In the last game at Ibrooks, the Rangers players were booed off against Aberdeen but they're getting applauded from the supporters many of them staying behind to applaud the players for their efforts today. No doubt the home side were the better in the opening stages. They got that opening goal 17 minutes in. Abdallah Sima, he was set away, showed good pace. He still had a lot to do from the edge of the box. He was at an angle as well, but a really good low drive into the far bottom corner made it 1-0. Then just before the break, it was the same bottom corner that was found by Nicholas Raskin. This one, a really nice strike from around 30 yards out. David Marshall with the dive. He couldn't get his hand to it, and it found the net to double their lead. The only blip of that first half was that Borna Barisic was forced off through injury, but more good positive play from Rangers in the second half. Sam Lammers really should have made it three. Somehow he hit the post instead of scoring from about seven yards out. Cyril Dessers also should have scored 64 minutes in. Lammers with the ball in behind. Dessers rounded the keeper. His shot was blocked, but it didn't matter because Abdallah Sima was there to finish off the rebound. His second of the game and Rangers third but it wasn't finished there Cyril Dessers did get his goal 10 minutes from the end it was a lovely reverse pass by substitute Todd Cantwell and Dessers found himself in the centre of the box and he was calm just side footed it past David Marshall for 4-0 so 4 goals 3 points and a clean sheet and if there's more of that to come Rangers fans are going to enjoy life under Philip Clement the full time score at Ibrooks Rangers 4 Hibernian net a lot that the Rangers supporters will be delighted with Roger Hanna from what they saw today. Yes, an ideal first day at the office for Philip Clement. He could not have asked for any more, Andrew. Abdallah Sima, seven in seven games now without double today. Nicholas Raskin, his countryman, with his first goal for the club. And even Cyril Dessers 
getting on the score sheet at the end. He's got Todd Canwell back, he's got Danilo back. There was a clean sheet for Jack Butland in the back four. It could have been more. Sam Lammers hit the post when he should have scored. There were chances for Lundstrom, there were other chances for Dessers as well. They've closed the gap on Celtic to four points ahead of heading for the Europa League in Prague on Thursday night. The only downside, of course, those injuries. Borna Barisic in the first half, Scott Wright in the second half. It'll be interesting to hear from the manager how bad those injuries are. But having been jeered off so often this season, all you hear in the background today is cheers, a big win for Rangers. Yeah, today was never going to define how Philip Clement's spell as Rangers manager is going to go. One performance can't do that. However, first impressions are important and you can already see that many of the supporters are still here, still applauding the team as they make their way down the tunnel and they'll be hoping that this is a sign of things to come, Roger. Very much so, yeah, and there's some big more big games, you know, that you say Europa League, Sparta on Thursday night, Hearts here next Sunday. Every game at the minute is a big game for Philip Vermont, but he will be delighted with the response he's got. He's only had four or five days to work with these players, Andrew. And he, he, you know, he, he tried to temper expectations yesterday in his media conference. That was never going to work with the Rangers support. They came here full of expectancy, full of hope that they would see more energy, more intensity than they did in the latter days of the Michael Beale reign. They've seen all of that and more today. Yeah, a dominant win for Rangers. Seema Raskin and Dessers with the goals. Get the kettle on, Gordon DL, the full-time score. Rangers 4, the Bernie and nil. Rangers fans, what did you make of that? Give us a call right now, please. 01419511025. Full time at Rugby Park, Fraser Wishart. Kilmarnock 3, Livingston 1. The Kelly fans filing out in front of me. Absolutely delighted as their team stopped the rot of seven games without a victory. Really good performance. Fully deserved to win against what I have to say was a poor Livy performance. Kelly said with two. The star man, Dan Armstrong, also with a goal. The only response from Kelly was a first half penalty from Sean Kelly. The game is scrappy early until that opening goal in 17 minutes when Kelly took the lead lovely ball by Bissell set in Dabba down the left hand side his cross went to pick out Watson who missed his volley completely but the ball fortunately for Kelly fell to Dan Armstrong really good left foot shot low and he got that deflection off Kelly and into the back of the net Kelly really on top could have been further ahead until Livy equalised against the run of play with a penalty it was Stuart Finlay he went to clear the ball but Mo Sangari nipped in to get a touch on the ball before the big defender who, in, who kicked accidentally kicked the Livy midfield player but it was a penalty and Sean Kelly stepped up to send Will Dennis the wrong way from the penalty spot but Kelly deservedly regained the lead in 42 minutes just a quite simple goal we've seen it so many times in swinging Dan Armstrong free kick from the right hand side Kelly Vassell ran in unmarked and actually stooped to score with his head from 8 yards low past George Kelly ran the second half as well almost extended their lead 1 minute into the second half really fierce Watkins shot just inches past the junction of the post in the bar from 25 yards keeper beaten not moving Paulworth then tested George with a shot at the keeper he should have done better but uh, the, the goal did come in 60 minutes which was 3-1 Kelvacell hit the bar at full stretch to reach a Dan Armstrong cross at the back post the ball was cleared but immediately fed back to the right hand side where David Watson got the ball and this time front post cut cross really whipped in and a flicked header by Vassell back across the goalkeeper into top right hand corner it was all Kilmarnock David Martindale not happy lots of head shaking inside the park he threw on Guthrie Broadley Montano they were all thrown to make a difference but little difference in attack in fact as the game petered out it was Watkins who came close at the other end with a header saved by George as Kelly cruised to victory Dan McKinnon's delighted not only three points but also the performance to jump into fifth place ahead of Libby Bobby interested to hear David Martindale's interview afterwards performance today from his club very very unlivy like performance indeed full time at Rugby Park Kilmarnock 3 Livingston 1
And now it's your chance to have your say What did you make of your team's result and performance today? It's that simple on a Saturday afternoon Rangers fans, how pleasing was the win? How would you assess the performance? What difference did you see? And what do you think of Philippe Clement going forward? We could of course look ahead to tomorrow as well Celtic fans, the gap has been cut to four Do you expect that to go back to seven? Give us all your thoughts ahead of that trip to Tynecastle right now And we'll get you on next after the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. A 4 0 win for Rangers in Philippe Clement's first game in charge. What did you make of it? How would you assess any of the other games that went on today? And how do you look ahead to Hearts against Celtic? That should see us through nicely on this phone in between now and six o'clock with Justin on the line. Justin, what did you take away from today? Hugely impressed, and I know you, it's hard to judge a manager after one game, but if that's what we've got to come from, come on and bring it on, because seeing him so animated, even at 3-0 up, he was encouraging the team on, really animated as if he was kicking every ball with the players, and some of the players the day that was the best performance I've had of the season, Tav was outstanding today, chased every ball, Covered every blade of grass. Um, the only still downside for me is, is Dessels. I know he scored today, but his movements just no there for me. But that was watching the players today. I don't know if they were. I don't know if they were playing to show to show a point to the new manager or to prove a point to the the departed manager. But that was a totally different team than we've seen all season today, and uh, impressive. Hugely impressive Roger Hanna You were there You are still there Is that accurate That description from Justin? Yeah I think he's Hit the nail on the head Almost everything went well I thought Cyril Dessers Wasn't going to get his goal And then he got it At the end And the only thing That didn't work for Rangers Was Sam Lammers Getting one as well He hit the post When he should have scored um, Hibs were disappointing But they were never allowed To play They tried to play out At the back Rangers press Was so much more intense Than it had been Under Michael Beale and you know the likes of Raskin who was voted man of the match in the stadium was impressive Seymour again two more goals Gordon up there as you say joint top scorer in the league now and it was night and day from previous performances here you think back to the Aberdeen performance in the, in the last home game the Celtic performance even the performance against Motherwell in the, in the victory here it was night and day and Philip Clement can, can go home very happy tonight I mean Justin's happy because you know he was animated on the touchline and, and you could see the energy Obviously some good managers are not animated and can be calm And bad managers can do it the other way around You know, there is no exact science But it is understandable why fans quite like to see it And, it, and it, especially if it does marry up with a victory on this occasion Yeah, very visible presence on the touchline Even from the opening moment, you know, the ball We weren't actually sure from our vantage point Whether the ball had gone out for a throw-in But he bust out and kicked the ball back in uh, For get the play going again he was greeting players as they came off and Borna Barisic came off injured in the first half he had, had a, quite a lengthy moment with him in the touchline talking about the injury and talking about the, his performance so he was visible he was encouraging his players at every turn driving them forward and I think the Rangers support will probably like that yeah I mean Justin the, without being unfair the bar was probably pretty low so I take it that's that's the most convincing performance of the season and it has to be the the kind of benchmark from now on? A hundred percent. As I say, the, the most 
other than you know seeing him, like you said, Clement encouraging the players at every point, which he was, is a huge bonus for for me as a as a Rangers fan. But the thing that stood out more than anything, and even more than the four goals, even if it's only one one nothing a day, we fought for every single ball. Yelmaz was getting into tackles. I mean, I've no, I don't think I've seen so many slide tackles in one game at, at this season. I don't think we're, you know, it was we were fighting for everything. We weren't giving anything up. Um, and as I say, it, it seemed for the word go that we wanted to win that game and we were going to win it in every player's mind. The ball, the, the one bit of magic for me in the whole game was Cantwell. Cantwell's reverse pass for, for Dessler's goal was a different class, a different level. It, it took the whole defence out of the equation. And I'm going home happy today for a number of reasons, but more so because of the fight that we showed and the determination we showed. It's it's impressive and it's long overdue. Roger, it's good having this eyewitness here. You can you can answer all of Justin's points. They were on the front foot, which they haven't always been, even at home this season, Gordon. They were on the front foot from the first whistle. Um, interesting little tactical tweaks, you know, when they were out of possession. It was very much an old-fashioned flat 4-4-2. Scott right on the right-hand side and Seymour on the left tucked in. They were down level with Raskin and Lundstrom in the middle protecting the full-backs. But Lammers pushed up. Lammers pushed right up high alongside Dessels to try and prevent Hibernian from playing out from the back. Nick Montgomery likes to start attacks with David Marshall, feeding the ball to his back four and building from there and trying to break the press. Rangers made it almost impossible for Hibernian to break the press and they were winning the ball back high up the pitch and that immediately caused Hibs problems. Uh, thank you very much to Justin. I think that will be a sign of things to come, Hugh. How could you not be impressed if you're a Rangers fan today of course it's it's just one game and we, we wait to see what happens but on the evidence of that 90 plus minutes job done and then then some as the old saying goes you only get one chance to make a first impression and the impression that Philippe Clement has left on Justin and the other Rangers fans has been considerable today and I think the Rangers problem in recent years is that they have fallen for People who were not good enough to manage Rangers, Pedro Cachinha and Michael Beale, they fell for the both of them. They have taken their time and brought in Graham Souness to do the consultancy work on this one. And they've got in a guy of a different calibre to Cachinha to Beale. They've got a guy who is a proven winner, a three-time title winner in Belgium, who was good enough to go to the top league in France on the back of that at Monaco so I think this guy is from a different level and he has started to prove that today Let's go back to the phones because John is also hanging on what impressed you the most John when you look at today's performance Good evening Gordon uh, Hugh and Roger uh, The first time somebody made a first impression like that on me I married a woman so it was a good first impression So Gordon Deal, uh, don't say a thing No, I'm going You've to been that. there many I, times I would say that, see the passing today the passing was going to players and I'm not I'm, Bill's history is gone now but some of the passing the first few games of the season we couldn't make two or three yard passes and it was it was horrible to watch and uh, the, the press was high but it was when no, when known to press because sometimes they could have pressed and Hibs could have broke so they knew when to press they didn't, they didn't press all the time and it was a good press and as your last caller says uh, the tackling the day and it was, it was I think there was a couple of yellow cards but it wasn't 
the tackling was right on the money and it was just I was just watching night and day for a couple of weeks ago I was like I don't even know why I watched another Rangers game this season but the day was enjoyable it was we could have scored more than four every player got pass marks Glad Dessel's got his goal uh, he could have had another one uh, came to Seymour if it didn't go to Seymour probably would have been a penalty even Lammers he's still trying he's getting in the positions he hit the post he's, he's putting the tackles in every player that they get pass marks and I've not said that about Rangers for a long time and then Cantwell coming on the day uh, he showed with that pass with the last call saying you're not seeing a better pass now all weekend What well, would you go as far as to say has every player got pass marks? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know the whipping boys have been Dessers and Lammers, but Dessers did get his goal. I should have scored one earlier, and there was a shot that was blocked. But when Abdullah Sima got his second goal, Lammers too. It was his tackle that we gained possession before Nicholas Raskin scored the second goal just before half time. So yeah, everybody probably did get pass marks. The, the worry will be the injuries to Borna Barisic and Scott Wright, particularly Barisic because Red Van Yilmaz isn't in the Europa League squad, so it may involve young Adam Devine starting in Prague on Thursday afternoon, but. I think the Rangers supporters they're already phoning in the show to tell you Gordon the Rangers supporters will be a lot happier tonight with what they've seen yeah I mean Cyril Dessers not only scores the goal which means Mark Wilson gets coffee made by you for a month Mm. Gordon DL but on a more serious note uh, it, it clearly was an important one for him to get he has clearly been well he's been ridiculed a lot on this show he did have three goals before now. Um, hadn't scored in a few games, so what difference could that make? Oh, well, you see the difference it's made to Seema. Uh, all of a sudden, he looks like a guy that's going to put the ball in the back of it week, week in, week out. Um, and look, if you're a centre forward at Rangers, doesn't matter how you play, you will be judged on your goals. And I know he was going to get substituted. I know we we're making a bit of uh, fun about it, but for a lad, it's a great confidence mm. booster. He's put a thought now into the manager's head. You know, at the end of the day, he's there to score goals. He's got one today under a new manager. The object today for Rangers was quite simple. Send the supporters home happy. They've achieved that. They now move on to the next one. I mean, the previous caller was still critical of the Dessers' performance despite the goal. So maybe for some, it, it needs to be a bit more, but there is time, I suppose. John, how impressed have you been with... Abdallah Sima because that's nine goals already this season um, I know there's been a lot of doom and gloom around Rangers so maybe um, you know everyone kind of falls into that same bracket of, of getting criticised but that's a great return is it not? Well I'll be honest when I first seen him the first couple of games I was like no nah. and I was glad we just signed him and loaned him thinking is that I want to buy option because he's still raw at times but that goal return is phenomenal and He's doing it in Europe, he's doing it in the league and the day he, were, he was everywhere in the park doing that side and he was try, still trying to tackle for the ball in 89 minutes and that, that's in uh, their box or just outside their box. He was he gave everything today and last few games he's probably been the only shining light at Rangers and uh, the thing with Dessers, he's worked under Clement before so you, you don't know if he's put an arm with him and he might get goals at him. But sometimes it's a different manager that can goals at a player and I'm hoping because he has worked with him before there's still a chance for him. I accept, Roger Hanna, that there is probably an element of over-analysis when a manager's managed one game. You zone in on every little uh, movement and action. But I did notice, I saw a clip on social media there that Dessers scores, he then comes straight off. And as he comes off, the manager grabs him and then there's a kind of lengthy 
message clearly getting put across to Cyril Dessers it just looked like a real deliberate moment from the, the new manager Absolutely, and I can take that further, Gordon, because after the final whistle, you know, the, the Rangers players on the pitch saluted the, the home fans, and the players who had been substituted came on. And Dessers went way down to the area at the front of the Brimlin Road stand here, where the Union Bears gather, and he was, I think, the last Rangers player to leave again, to leave the park, and he left, you know, with the applause of the Rangers fans ringing in his ears, and he had a huge grin in his face. How many times have you seen Cyril Dessers coming off this pitch, or coming off a pitch where Rangers have played this season, looking down, looking miserable? If you listen to the callers, they're more enthused, they're more energised by this performance, and by the way Philip Clement has set this team up today, the players will be the same, Gordon. The, you know, it's almost as if a cloud or a weight has been lifted off the shoulders of Cyril Dessers this afternoon. Not a great performance, you know, not a 10 out of 10, far from it, as the callers are saying, but he's got a goal and every journey starts with a first step. Journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Roger Hanna, me, two old hacks, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, I mean, Mark, ev- everything is kind of including that caveat of, you know, it's just the first game and then you need to do it again and then you need to do it in the big games. That's just the nature of the demanding football environment that, that we live in. But as far as doing all you could do, it feels like that. That was kind of that sort of day for Rangers, wasn't it? Pretty much so. I think for the manager coming in, what he could affect, he did, and everything in a, a positive light. Uh, you know, what can he affect when he comes in? So he, just small things. Was it John or Justin mentioned about how Rangers pressed? Of course a manager can affect that because it's a simple thing to put in the players' minds. But just being relatable to the players, putting an arm around some of them, having a private word with us, some of them making them feel better about themselves, gives them that extra energy when they go on the pitch. That's the difference you can probably make in five days. And he he got it all today. He got better performances from a lot of them, if not all of them. He got players back from injury. I think Seema, apart from his two goals, just looked, you know, dangerous. He looked to take players on. He was direct. So he pretty much got the all-round package I mean Roger will be able to tell us did Butland have anything to do apart from that touching the the first half again that's a positive because Rangers pressed really high and won the ball back so all in all a good afternoon and he's on to the next test now his team selection for midweek a European game that's going to look totally different but ticked a lot of boxes today with the Rangers fans when you consider that potentially that could be the Via Play Cup final Rangers versus Hibs Rangers of Hearts in the semis Hibs of Aberdeen Potentially that could be the Via Play Cup final If you're Nick Montgomery That doesn't fill you with enthusiasm Thank you very much to John and Cambus Lang 0141-951-1025 We are looking back on events at Ibrox We'll start getting post-match reaction The first time we'll hear from Philippe Clement After a game so we'll do that in the not too distant future and if you want to get your thoughts ahead of tomorrow Celtic fans give us a call right now the games are over the talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line the dust is settling on Saturday's football we're looking back on all and previewing tomorrow's action as well so get your calls in please uh, we'll hear from the managers including Philippe Clement for the first time post-match let's bring in Joe Who's on the line? How's it going, Joe? Alright. What did you make of that today? For the performance was a lot better today for Rangers. What in particular impressed you? Seema, especially, and 
just for your, for your wingers, man, I like seeing a winger taking players on instead of turning back when a one on one, instead of going for it. Trying to get to the byline or whatever, get the ball in, but the day was a lot better. Yeah, I mean, Roger, how many times do you see quick wingers who actually don't really know how to use their pace and they just don't do it to, to great effect? I'm not saying Seaman does it all the time and he's the finished article, but there was elements of that today that, you know, trying to make it count in good areas. Yeah, and listen, as one of the callers said earlier on, he's still a bit raw, and there, there were moments in the game, particularly in the opening 15 minutes before he scored his first goal, where he did take the wrong option, and his first touch was quite clumsy. But I think once he get the lift of that first goal, he, he turned in a really, really impressive performance. He took his second goal well after Desser's shot was blocked, and it was a really good all-round performance. I think that's wider than we've quite often seen him, you know, an authentic left winger on the 4-4-2 this afternoon and he will be a key player going forward for Philippe Clement I remember hearing from some of the Belgian football experts that were having their say on Philippe Clement around the time that he was appointed and they said he liked to keep his wingers kind of high and wide I thought well that might be a problem because Rangers don't really have any or Michael Beale recruited with a view to to playing players in other areas but they do have Sima Scott Wright got the nod today off injured Rabi Matondo's out injured, so is that the way you would expect to see Sima operate then going? Yeah, yeah I think I think what he would have been very pleased with the Rangers manager was the pace of Sima. I seen his first goal on social media, Gordon, and he absolutely kills the Hibs defence with pace. He's still got a bit to do. It's a it's a difficult angle and it's a terrific finish. And that just sets them off. I keep saying it, if you're playing with a club the size of Rangers, you've come under a little bit of pressure, you're a new signing, people, the, the jury's still out, the best way to turn that round is put the ball in the back of net. And he's doing that, and you hear the fans on tonight talking and singing these praises. Um, he's obviously flipped the supporters round. They're big fans of him now, he's got to keep doing it. But I think what the Rangers manager seen of him today he'd have been very, very pleased with. Overall, Joe, did it feel different? He's no Harry Potter with no magic stick and all that, but, you know, five days in the training ground. What looked different to you? Oh. In the wings, stop getting the ball to the wings, and that's where we're getting melted. Mm. Joe's line's a bit dodgy. Uh, Roger, you were there as well. Do you think off the ball or on the ball? What was the main difference? What, what, which of those two departments jumped out most in terms of change? It's, it's a good question, Gordon, because off the ball there was a change. You know, as we said earlier on, Hibernian trying to play football the right way under Link Montgomery. They try and start deep at the back. David Marshall takes time to, to feed the ball out to his defenders. But Rangers were in their faces right from the first whistle. And Hibs just didn't get going. Hibs were disappointing this afternoon. And it's Celtic next. And they've got a semi-final coming up against Aberdeen, as you said. So they will need to raise their game. But, you know, I'll be interested to hear what Nick Montgomery says because Rangers didn't let them play this afternoon. There was the energy that the fans have been calling for for so long. There was that intensity in the press. So with their play without the ball was almost as important today as their play with the ball What do you think Joe? I think we've got you back Hi um, I thought the day it was Mel Woodson the play but under Beale it was off through the middle and it just didn't work you could see it wasn't working and he got rid of most of the wingers but Spruce and done alright today also Scott Wright looked like he was halfway out the door but he looked alright before he went half injured 
Yeah, how, how did he do, Roger? Not only did he look like he was on his way, I'm sh- did they not give an interview at the airport talking about like being on his way to another club? And uh, here he is, still starting games for Rangers. Yeah, he was in Turkey talking to, I think it was Pendix Sport, just before the transfer window closed in August. He looked as if he was set to go and play in Turkey's Super League. He then withdrew from the process, came back, and, listen, you know, if Michael Beale wasn't going to pick him, you, you hang about and you wait until the manager goes and see if the next manager will pick you. So he would get a huge lift from being selected by Philippe Clement in his first game today. He was fine. Again, sometimes there's something lacking in Scott Wright's final ball. Um, that's something he could you know, do with improving upon. But until he got that knock and had to come off to make way for, for Todd Cantwell, it was, it, was, it was a fine performance, a decent performance. Uh, thank you very much to Joe on the line. I suppose wide mark, wide areas of Rangers team, that's almost been the real debating point as they've gone from one manager to the next because... We, you know, the way Stephen Gerrard did it was different to the way that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst did it, which was then different to the way Michael Beale did it, and it all sort of relied upon whether the width comes from the fullbacks and how high you expect them to be, or whether there's a more natural wide players further up that, that do it. So um, it feels like a lot of Rangers fans maybe quite like what they're seeing. And again, I keep saying it. Obviously, one game down. Well, in a strange way, I think because Barisic and Tavernier's delivery is so good that it's it's made certain managers' minds up that that's where the width would come from because they're so good at delivering the ball and the money. However, it takes a lot away from you. You know, Seema today, keeping the width, but just using that natural pace to go by players obviously gets you in a more dangerous areas further up the field. And it looks like Clement may stick to that, that he actually, a heart back to the four four two hard back about 10 years ago when loads of teams were playing it, that that was your your dangerous areas get the ball to the wide man leave him to just go and take the full back on and see where it gets you it might just be like that but he needs the personnel to do it it looks like you got Seaman on one side Scott Wright going to be the answer my opinion I very much doubt it I think Matondo would maybe play that role but January will be huge if Clement's going to play that way then he'll need to recruit properly for those areas an area that Michael Beale remember didn't think he needed but then reverted back to Matondo. So those are the things that the new manager will be paying attention to. I know he's got a lot of jobs and a lot of stuff on his desk at the minute, but being a manager at Rangers, but he's got to look to the future as well of what he needs in January. One thing he said in his many press conferences prior to today, everyone starts with a clean slate. And that includes Scott Wright. And you know the manager, I'm sure, will have looked at Sima and thought, he's better than I thought he was. Uh, so they've all got a chance all the way to Ross McCausland who came on late in the game everyone clean slate thank you very much to Joe who's gone anyway even if I wanted to bring him back in I don't know if the line's broken up or he's got better places to be both entirely possible explanations uh, but the Philippe Clement post-match interview is in our inbox which means it will make its way to your ears very soon indeed let's go to Gary and East Kilbride now though Gary how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm just heading back from the game at the moment. What was the big takeaway from today then? Uh, a lot, a lot better. Uh, definitely played with a bit more urgency, moved the ball a bit, bit quicker. I think the, the first half was sort of a wee bit slow, uh, but obviously went in, in with the two goals. So that's that's always a great start. It uh, felt a lot better to get to the end of the game and not be holding on to my seat and hoping and praying that we get through it. So yeah, it was definitely a, a better feeling leaving leaving four 0 up than it was the last couple of games uh, so I definitely think he, he seems to have got a bit more out of the players 
great. I'm still not convinced on Dessers. I thought he took his goal well. I actually thought he'd screwed it up a wee bit uh, when he took that extra touch. But he put it away well. Away well uh, and Seema, again, it was a, a toss-up between him, Lundstrom and Raskin, and maybe even Tart for me for man of the match today. I thought they all had a, a decent game. Uh, and you can definitely see what he's working on. So that's, that's always a good sign uh, that you can actually yeah. see that there is a wee bit of urgency there. Yeah, I mean, Roger Lucas, Cyril Dessers wasn't going to turn into this super confident, swashbuckling player overnight. You know, given the start to the season, I suppose Gary's right. Is it the is it one of the Sima goals? You know, Dessers probably he possibly should score at that moment. It doesn't matter because it falls to a teammate. Um, but is it is it a start for him? Is that is that the way it has to be viewed? Yeah, I think he can only view it that way, Gordon. I mean, he he was on the floor in terms of his confidence and his self-belief going into this game it was actually a surprise that he was listed in the team sheet we said that and we saw the teams at 2 o'clock I think uh, most people with Danilo and Kamar Roof both on the bench I think people thought one or other of those would have, players would have started and maybe got an hour um, he's not you know scintillating he's not getting the fans like Gary off their seats today but he's, you know he, he missed chances but he kept going he kept his head up and he took his chance at the end uh, it can only lift him it can only start the process of restoring the confidence restoring the belief in his own ability I think Fraser Wishart said between 2 and 3 o'clock the likes of Dessers and Lammers can't be as bad as they looked under Michael Beale. You know, they've got impressive career CVs. They must be better than the Rangers fans have seen. And maybe this afternoon, they began to show the Rangers fans what they can bring to the party. Just out of curiosity, Gary, was Philippe Clement the man you wanted? Or did you want someone else? And this is the start of you being won over. What's your opinion been in the last couple of weeks? We was getting him, I thought it was a sign of getting somebody in that's a bit experienced. I've, I've said for the, the past couple that I felt that Kuznetson from Bodo Glint's always been my my choice, but come on, he's got a decent pedigree, he's won stuff in Belgium, eh, and he, he seems to, a lot of people seem to say he gets the best out of players. Eh, what I did notice is when he subbed Dessers and Lammers, he actually took five, ten seconds as they were coming off to, to bring them in and basically just talk to them one-to-one as they were coming onto the bench, so that would sort of go down the man-manager route and if that's, that's the case it's, it's positive signs I don't know why people are having such a hard time coming round to Philippe Clement because as I say he is cut from a different cloth to recent managers of Rangers he is from a higher calibre altogether and he was believable if I could put it that way Rangers took a chance on a man, Michael Beale, who had managed Queen's Park Rangers 24 times. That was the extent of his managerial career. 24 games. And they fell for him. And they then had to admit their mistake. This guy is of a different order. I think we can hear from Philippe Clement very soon. Yes, in fact, right now. The first time we've heard from him post-match. Here's what he had to say. I'm happy. I'm happy about the result. I'm happy... That the seeds that we planted this week uh, in the two days or the days before with the guys who were here, that the team uh, is trying to do them as good as possible. I still saw a lot of details we can we can make better, but I've seen a team uh, really, really stayed well in the structure, made the runs also without ball, um, also the tempo that, that we played. And the most important thing for me was the reaction after losing ball or after missing a chance. 
our reactions were good, and that's a crucial part in, uh, in modern football. The fact that the players have taken a lot of information on board over the last few days and have put in a performance like that, does that give you a lot of confidence for the next few weeks and months? Yeah, but uh, there need to be confirmation. It's, uh, it's like uh, the honeymoon, everything is new. They need to confirm this uh, in the next weeks, the next months. Uh, on the downside for me is that I see a player falling out after 10 minutes. I see other players who had struggled to play 90 minutes also. So there are still several players injured or coming back out of injury. So that's going to be also a main task uh, together with the performance staff to get everybody at his best level, his best physical level to produce this kind of games and better uh, every three days, the next couple of months. It's not about one moment doing it and then afterwards being too tired to do it again three days later. So um, we have still a, a lot of job to do, but I'm really happy about the reaction. And I'm most happy also to see how fast the synergy between players and fans was back today. He's clearly not impressed by the general state of fitness of the Rangers players. He's made one or two remarks there that show that is the case. But he knows it can get better. He will make it better and he knows how to make it better. And, you know, the the phrase that he used straight away, the seeds that we planted, well, he came up roses today, didn't he? Oh, nice line, Hugh. Yeah, I thought that was impressive. Hugh's right uh, about you know referring back to the fitness and the injury to Barisic, and talking about the performance staff getting everybody up to speed to to go again, and that's what's required at a big club when European games are round the corner, followed by another important league game or or the the semi final coming up. But he seems happy, not getting ahead of himself, and I think Rangers fans will be pleased to hear that. You know, just reiterating that. It's not about today, it's about what happens in the coming months. So I think he handled that pretty well, but definitely if I was a Rangers player, I'm thinking my fitness work is going to go up Monday to Friday. Yeah, it, was, it was simple for me. I think what I took from that interview was quite easy. I think he's enjoyed his day. Um, he's got off to a terrific start, but in the back of his mind, he still knows there's a lot of work yeah. to be done. Let's not be carried away here. Yeah, Gary, that is that the impression that it gives you?
Thanks very much, guys. I'll be around for my coffee in ten minutes, Daz. You look angry that he's been let go. <laughs> yeah, like he wanted to kick there all night, didn't uh, he? Ridiculous. I was there to the, the tune went up. Yeah, honestly, it's just one of those things. Thank you to Gary on the line as well. You can keep the calls coming on today's football Rangers fans. It might be a good time to switch focus because Celtic are at Tynecastle tomorrow as well. We'll look at that next. Your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line We're into the final parts But we are not done yet On the football discussion Not by a long way We're going to preview Hearts against Celtic tomorrow So Celtic fans Get your calls in John in Largs Is on the line What did you make of today John? Hi guys Hi Pano How you all doing? Good uh, Very very impressed today What impressed me most Was the structure of our, our back line for a change So the, the defence was very well structured And very well organised I noticed with a little tweak That Tav and well Barisic And then Ridbam when he came on They weren't pushing as high And they weren't found out of position as much Today as what they have been in previous games Allowing obviously Other teams to get down that wing And get in behind us So I was very impressed with that today And that's it Mark That goes back to what the previous discussion we had That is okay Key if you've got guys up the pitch providing the width, that, that's the idea, yeah. yeah. And again, it'll be interesting to see if that's something to come in weeks ahead because you know, Philip Colant would have looked at Hibbs' threat as well. Where's Hibbs' most dangerous players? Boyle on one side and Ewan on the other. So, do you say to your full backs, you know, go ahead and have a free reign and charge up the pitch? Uh, of course not. So, he's certainly done his homework in that respect. But you're right, if you've got guys ahead of you, that that is your game plan. That's the way you want to play. You want to play with wingers who take you up the pitch, not full-backs that take you up the pitch. Then Tavernier and Barisic and Yilmaz are going to do some of their better work from you know the middle third of the pitch. How important was the nature of that convincing win, John, in terms of giving maybe even the fans something to kind of just buy into you know what it would have been like I know it was only day one but if it hadn't gone right today this phone in would have been explosive was it important to do that today? It, I, I think it was very important to try and get rid of that toxic atmosphere that was Ibrox for the last few weeks uh, I was at that obviously I'd be a season ticket holder for over 20 years now uh, but last that last game against Aberdeen is probably one of the most toxic atmospheres I've seen at Ibrox for a long 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 time uh, so it was good to actually get rid of that, get the, the fans behind the players for a change. Uh, just another couple of little points that, that I was impressed with today. Uh, obviously, the, one of the other ones was intensity of the players themselves. You could see players spurring each other players on, especially Lundstrom. Every chance he got, he was telling players, right, you're here, you're there. Uh, I, was, I was very impressed. Also, what I've seen today on the touchline, uh, not from the manager, from actually one of the coaches So before a player was coming on They actually had one of the coaches out Putting them through their paces Before they came on Which I've not seen done by any of the managers previously So obviously the guy's doing his homework He's, he's getting the players physically and mentally As ready for the game as they possibly can Before putting them on Which was very very impressive there is something known as a new manager bounce Gordon mm. And sometimes it just happens And then it, it might even you know, kind of fizzle out And you think, well, of course players should try a bit harder Or they should look mm. a bit more intense When they've got a new manager to impress But is that the bit that, say you are Michael Beale Say you're listening right now, yeah. hi Michael um, You think, well hold on a minute Why didn't I get that level of intensity? 
That is a big question, and and I think Michael Bill would be quite right to ask that. But or is he not the right man that, well, to get out of them? You know, well, it's a two way street, I suppose. That, that's the other thing. But he's gone, and it's now forward thinking new manager. Look, you can tell he's made a good impression. You've got uh, guys on, like John, on talking about noticing wee things about the substitutions. You know, the coaches are out warming the subs up before they come on. Whether that makes a great difference or not, I'll never know, right? But it's small details that fans pick up on. Look, Rangers have had a very, very good day today, but I thought the manager spoke very well after the game and he basically put it out there. Yes, let's enjoy it. I was pleased with certain parts of it, mm-hmm. but we have a lot of work to do. Here's what he had to say on Cyril Dessers. For Cyril, it's, it's also simple. I talked with him about that this week. It's about doing hard work every day. And repeating, repeating, repeating. Doing hard work for the team also. Because if he didn't score today, he still would have had uh, a good game because he worked for the team. Same with, uh, with Sam. They work really hard for the team. And because of that, we can do good pressing. Uh, Hips is a good team. They showed this the last couple of weeks with good football, but they struggle to do their normal football because our attacking players did their defensive job. And it's for me not important who's scoring goals. It's not important that it's the striker or a winger or a midfielder or a central defender. No, it's about scoring the goals, getting the results and to be one team all the time. Thank you to John in Largs. That was John there sharing his thoughts on Rangers and Philippe Clement giving his on. Cyril Dessers, Hugh? I think that Dessers has looked like a player intimidated by his surroundings since he arrived at Rangers. John, who's just left us, spoke about the toxic atmosphere at Ibrooks, and he, Dessers, has been swallowed up by that toxic atmosphere. Now, I don't think it's hard to understand that when a Belgian is joined by a Belgian manager, there is a natural affinity. He immediately feels more comfortable in his environment. And today Dessers finally got a goal And we had uh, Roger Hannan's word for it That he was the last player off the park Because he was milking Mm. the applause Which is again understandable If you've taken the abuse And he certainly has Then you're entitled to milk the applause When it comes along So that's another factor To ensure that Philippe Clement And Cyril Dessers Have had a good day he does represent Nigeria though So just you remember yeah. that For when it's asked on a full time well, He's or a Nigerian Kevin Kyle According well, to a, a caller from a few weeks there, ago There was and one of those I think the, the Nigerian Kevin Kyle caller Might come back on Along with the man who said That uh, Tavernier should get back in his Lamborghini and go Well there's still a long way to go We need to wait and see what Cyril Dessers produces It is just one afternoon So we will see What about tomorrow Mark Wilson It's a touch early to do the whole the gap's been cut to four points. Rangers have played the day before Celtic. It does bring its natural sort of question of, OK, it is now four and what can Celtic do to respond? Well, look, there's always pressure when you're setting to play, particularly when you go to Tynecastle. Now, Celtic have dealt with it in recent years pretty well. Going back that last year, the introduction of VAR, great game, plenty goals, but still get the job done. Um, look, Celtic are progressing for me. Quite nicely under Brendan Rodgers I think they're getting better Game by game I think the best performance Was at home Against Kilmarnock Where they created plenty of chances Scored plenty of goals Brendan Rodgers Will be looking for the same again tomorrow Can I just say to you The phrase is back After today A draw is a disaster A defeat is a catastrophe I'm not going to get carried away with uh, Tynecastle A very difficult place to go I think Celtic will go there Very confident 
Like Hearts will make a game of it No doubt about that But I think Celtic The way they're going about their business just now Rangers getting a good result today I think they'll respond tomorrow and win Anything in particular that you're looking for Team selection wise Mark? It's all quite straightforward well, at the moment it, uh, Well the, the wide area for me going forward I mean Has Palmer nailed that down? Is he going to be a certain starter? I think that's the only... I think when you look at the Kilmarnock game, certainly if he was in already that day and he then goes and yeah. scores the goal that he did... You would also, like to think he was. He also has that eye for goal. You know, he, 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 those who have been chosen before him have not shown mm. his kind of... Centre-half position as well for Celtic. I mean, Lagerbielka scores midweek uh, for Sweden. So, it's up for grabs, skills... Listen, he's done great. Does he stay in? I would expect he would. But, like, it's all about performance, about getting to know the manager's ways. Hatati, O'Reilly, and McGregor forming a partnership that, you know, we've seen in previous. I only, uh, think, I only, think, it, I only think it's a way there, Mark. And I think Paul Molsta. I think two centre backs, Bicarter Vickers, and Skills all day long. I don't think he'll change it. I think it really is just going to be well, a case of Navrovsky is back as well, is he not? Is he back fit? Until Scales' Celtic performances drop, he's in. Correct. It's got to be. Look, for Scales, it's another test. Away at another ground. I know Daz has seen about results in previous years, but it's, it is difficult to play at Tynecastle, and it's another one for him to tick off the list. So it's going to be a test for him. Look, Hearts haven't been particularly good under Stephen Naismith in recent weeks. So, you know, Celtic cannot take this fixture easily because this can swing you know performance levels get raised against Celtic and Rangers um, but Celtic should have enough to get the job done uh, and move on to midweek game against Atletico Madrid which is going to be another huge one for them yeah, just around the corner I, I can't disagree with that but I, th- I, I watch scales and in international duty as well I think the confidence that guy's playing is incredible um, he's become a fan's favourite. He's he's nailed down for me. I, I I know that the new signings are coming back and Lagerbielka uh, midweek and everything, but I think it would be very harsh to replace Scales. I think the Scales has got the jersey just now, and I think he will keep it um, until he gets through a real bad period. But there's no signs of that. The wide area, Palma, as we spoke about before the international break, I think he's nailed on. I think he can pick Celtic team. Because you have to say, Hugh, Celtic's away fixtures have been tough. You know, on yeah. paper this season, they've obviously had to go to Ibrooks, they've gone to Pitodry, they've gone to Livingston, they've gone to Motherwell, and they then go to Tynecastle tomorrow. So, so far, we've probably said this a lot about, oh, no tough place to go. And I'm yeah. sure it still is, but they've passed all those examinations so four, far. Four tough away places, four wins. You can't argue with that. And their record against Hearts in the last couple of years has been superb. And Brendan Rodgers is a highly astute man. He's every bit the man of high calibre that Philippe Clement is. And he knows, as he looks across town, that things have changed. The landscape has altered because of Clement's arrival. And Celtic need to be going into that game tomorrow with their eyes wide open. They have the talent to beat Hearts. And they should do. He knows what a danger Tynecastle is though. Remember it was there where that unbelievable run (laughs) for him came to an end when nobody would have seen that coming and it ended in spectacular fashion. So he knows it's a difficult place but he should get the job done. He's had some memorable moments there. Memories of Scott Scott Sinclair Sinclair, climbing off the bench hours after signing as well. And it was a fixture hours 
later almost when he, he right. left Celtic and yeah. Neil Lennon had to step in so it's a place that he knows pretty well and he knows what's expected yeah but I think they'll go there with bags of, bags of confidence Gordon I know what the boys are saying because we always see about Tyne Castle I just think Celtic have got too much too much quality Mark touched on it the Hearts aren't a team that's banging for them I just feel Celtic especially tomorrow after Rangers result today will also put down a marker I think they'll win comfortably in Edinburgh How would you sum up today's football Hugh it was a fixture card ripped apart by the weather we had a few big games on though you cannot declare a transformation has taken place after one game but you can acknowledge that in Philippe Clement Rangers have a man who has the potential to carry out a transformation 4-0 against Hibs is a very good result for him and uh, for Kilmarnock good return to form convincing win over Livy and in the championship Dundee United top with a 5-0 win at Fairhill a good win for a good win Hugh Keevens is away to watch Strictly Gordon Dale's away to the pub and Mark Wilson's away to the bingo how these three <laughs> live their lives on a Saturday night we Life will the speak to you on Monday from 6 you can listen back on the podcast as always and stay right there the GBX is up next